0: Welcome to What The Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Connor. I'm Rissa. And thanks for joining us today.
1: Welcome back to another episode of of What The Something or Other,
0: right? What The, what the Twitch, that's right. What The Twitch.
2: Yeah, What The Twitch. Welcome back to another episode of What The Twitch. Uh, your hosts are um, Rissa and... Uh, uh,
0: Where's my script, Connor? Connor. Connor.
2: Yeah, Connor. We we really appreciate you guys coming with everything that's going on right now. We do apologize that our um our uh, um our writing is terrible right now. Uh, turns out that our uh, writer went on strike with the rest of the
1: writers' guild.
0: <laughs> oh. In all seriousness, though, we got uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to uh, how this writer strike, actor strike, is going to take and affect us as uh, as content creators. Because it will actually have an effect.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. without a doubt, it'll have an effect. There's no getting no. around it. I don't think.
0: No. I don't think so. So, to kind of give a bit of a background um, for those that may not already understand this, so for the past nearly three months, the Writers' Guild of America has been on strike um, against the studio executives, which means that there is the moment that they went on strike, there were no there was going to be no further scripts for their for their shows. Any scripts that had been that had been written were not going to get revised, which meant anybody who adlibs, is going to be in trouble because there'd be no writers on on set to um, to handle any any writing changes that need to be made. Not long after that, I would say it was about 2 months after the writers went on strike, the actors went on strike, thereby shutting down all of the entertainment industry right now in as far as movies and television shows are concerned. And that's right. a, that's a big deal.
2: There's been a lot of shows that have actually been delayed over this because they don't have their writers to finish out the script or they don't have their actors mm-hmm. to finish out the written script. Um, there is a long list of shows that have been delayed because of this. And I think this is just a good sign that like you kinda don't bite the hand that feeds you. And I feel like the industry has definitely bit the hand that feeds them. I don't think they realized how much mm-hmm relied on the writers and the actors to actually partake.
0: Um, Right. And I mean, we don't want to take and go into too great of a detail as to why they're striking. I think everybody pretty much knows that it has mainly to do with, with wages, especially when it comes to the actors uh, learning the harsh reality of what the residual checks look like when they get their royalties and residuals from any TV shows or movies that are played. A lot of actors, especially series regulars, getting all of like thirty dollars for all yeah. of their syndicated shows or what have you. It's 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 insane. But one of the biggest things also that that forced them to strike was uh, the AI component, in that studio executives wanted to bring in extras, scan their bodies completely to get a full a full three dimensional rendition of their of their likeness pay them for that day and then continue to use their likeness in through CGI for any TV show, movie, what have you. And that background actor would not get paid for any appearances by that by that uh, um by the AI generated scan. And the actors and the writers just went no, not just no, but hell no. We're not we're not going to we're not going to allow that. So here we are. Now what does that mean for what does that mean for content creators?
1: <laughs> Quite a
0: lot actually.
1: Right. I I think a lot of
2: people are they are like okay, well what does Hollywood have to do with us? Okay. They don't have actors, they don't have they don't have nobody to promote their stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have platforms that they know that people watch our stuff. And what what have you they're going to start reaching out to us for things that seem like amazing opportunities. Like, Hey, if you promote this, you get a 4,000 to $5,000 paid
0: for this much or whatever, or something like that. Yeah.
2: Um, and I'm sorry, as a small content creator, without knowing what is actually going on and like everything else, I would be like five grand. You bet I can promote Mm -hmm. your show. However, I've dive, dove into this. Um, the moment you accept one of those deals, you pretty much blacklist yourself from ever doing any sort of entertainment with the SAG-AFTRA yeah. or the WGA.
0: So, so we need to allow, elaborate on this uh, a, a bit. So those that are familiar with union work will understand the term scabbing. Scabbing is when somebody who is either within the union or even non-union crosses the picket line um, in order to go and work at a struck company. Um, In this case, it'd be struck studios or struck productions. Uh, In the case of the Actors Guild and the Writers Guild, actors that are on strike are not allowed to promote the films that they're in unless it was already previously okayed through the union. There are certain exceptions that have been made, but for the... For the, for the general part, you're not going to see any actors promoting their upcoming films or TV, or TV shows. You're not going to see any interviews on it. You're not going to see any promotional work. You're not going to see um, actors appearing um, on, on TikToks or, or commercials or what have you to promote their films. It's basically going to go radio silent. And right. the studios can't make money if nobody knows those movies are out. So while they can play commercials, because the studios own those, own, own those films, they can make a commercial and air those commercials. The actors themselves are not going to promote those films, which is a huge boost to how a film or even a TV show generally does. So without any of that, the studios are, losing, are going to lose money. And in order to try to counteract that, they're going to hopefully find people, namely content creators that are going to be willing to step up to that role and promote those films, promote those TV shows, do those, you know, not interviews, but do reviews. like they'll get they'll, they'll grant them early access to, to, to a viewing or something like that in order to get a the, that content creator to to do a review for them. And they will pay, I have heard in some cases like $4,000 a week to in order to take and do these things and for a lot of us that's that's money. That's that's you know it's not a lot of money in the in the grand scheme of things but it's money and it's tempting. But if your goal is to like okay so number one if you support what the writers are, what the writers and the actors are striking against then you don't want to accept these offers. If you ever hope to be part of the writers guild or the screen actors guilt. You do not want to accept these offers because then you will be considered a scab and then you will be blacklisted um, from ever being able to participate in anything studio related in the future. Once the strike ends. And
2: that is something to really consider is, is streaming all you ever want to do, or do you want to go the next step? And ask yourself, is it worth making it where you can't go that next step if you choose to? There's a lot of celebrities out there that got their start as Twitch streamers.
0: Mm-hmm. Twitch streamers, you know, high school plays, you know, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of great stories on how people got noticed, but but right now, as Russell pointed out, content creation is is where People are going to start getting seen and they're going to start getting picked up. And you're seeing this stuff already happening um, if you are in the social media world at all, especially TikTok. I've been seeing a lot of um, i see. I've seen a lot of people on both sides of the argument. Um, and those that are choosing to scab are getting punished already, for lack of a better way of of, of putting it.
1: Yeah, Um, so really what we want to dive into tonight is
2: simply like what are the pros and cons of accepting one of these deals, what it means to accept one of these deals, um, and kind of just give updates on what has been happening with the strike itself. I know there, there's a lot, and we could be sitting here for a good four hours and still have plenty to talk about. Um, however, we're not, we're not here to talk about the strike itself. We are here to explain how this strike may affect us as streamers, and that's what we're going to try to focus on the most.
0: All right. So you want to dive in? I know, you got, I know you've done your, done your research on this.
2: Oh, I've done so much research. This is not the <laughs>
1: first episode I've ever done this much uh, research on. To be a hundred percent honest, um, so to start with, I'm just going to start with saying
2: that the Writers Guild of America, which is the WGA, I will shorten it to WGA a lot, um, just because it's quicker to say. Um their strike started on May 2nd. So this is no by no means like something that has just happened. Their strike started on May 2nd. Um and the reason that they went on strike originally was to demand higher pay and a stable pay structure cuz the the structure that is there right now is not real stable and they're not getting a lot of people are like oh you worked on this TV show you must have all this money um they're not making a livable wage a lot of the writers and even some of the actors are struggling Mm -hmm. to even pay their own bills right now. And that is the main main cause of the strike.
0: And I think it's important right now to take and uh, do away with any misconceptions right now when it comes to how these people are being paid. Because when we look at it, especially when we're looking at actors, we talk, you know, we hear about, you know, Ryan Reynolds making multi, you know, millions of dollars per movie. Uh, You know, Daniel Craig, Sigourney Weaver, you know, all of these A-list actors making huge amounts of money for this one, for this, for these one films or, you know, uh, $10,000 an episode for, you know, an episode of, of Quantum Leap or MacGyver or, or what have you. These, the, they are like the one percenters, okay? The writers do not make that much money writing the scripts for these episodes. And it's not just the writers, because we're also talking about the, the, the staff, the cameramen, the boom mic operators, the gaffers, the, the you know, everybody that's involved with, with putting on a production is getting paid pennies, literal pennies on the dollar. And in order to do, and that's mainly in order to take and pay this one person that much money, everyone else gets practically nothing. I, it's important to take and point that out. There was a, we don't go ahead.
1: There was a TikTok that I had seen from one of the, um, I don't know
2: the technical terms for this stuff, uh, the it what she wasn't an, she wasn't an extra, but she wasn't like the main actress in Orange Is the New Black. But she was a, recurring a character, a re, yeah recurring character for forty or for there. I think there was. Hang on, let me look it up really quick. I think for four, mm-hmm. 44 out of so many episodes,
1: um, she was in the in the show. So it just that goes to show, um. That she wasn't just like there for a
2: few episodes and then was wrote off. okay, so she was there for 44 of the 91 episodes, so almost half the episodes And her residuals for each episode were all under five cents. That's what she got paid.
0: Uh, that's the orange orange is the new black actress that made like 26 yeah. cents for all of those episodes Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, and this is what's happening to 96% of the people. This is why they're on strike. You know, it's a it's a it's a misconception that everybody that is doing acting and everybody that is doing writing is making hundreds of thousands of dollars per show, per movie, per epi- you know, per episode, these kind of things. No, they all have second jobs and they're still barely able to pay their rent or their mortgage.
1: And their but- jobs are everyday jobs like we have. Mhm.
0: So I know there was one actor, I think he was, I want to look up his name again. He is, he's a series regular. And I remember he was, I remember another TikTok where he showed his paycheck. He's like, he was a series regular on this one TV show and his residuals amounted to $26. He cleans pools as a side job in order to take and try to make ends meet. Make ends meet. The 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 life of an actor is not or and and or writer is not the glitz and glamour that we're made to believe it is. It is for a few, but for 96-97% of the rest of them, it's not.
1: It's not that at all. Now that we have explained a little bit of like why they're on strike. I feel like it's important that we also share that. (sighs) I lost my train of thought. Maybe we should hire a writer.
0: (laughs) Can't throw on strike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) However, it's important that you guys know why the strike is happening. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: For
2: one. And if you don't, know why people are striking or whatever i really recommend you guys go do your research read into this because this is so important so important mm-hmm. um there are a lot of social issues out there uh, i don't tend to pay a lot of attention to mm-hmm. um to be honest i did not pay attention to this until connor brought it up and then once i started doing the research uh this is probably one of the very few social issues going on right now that i agree with mm-hmm.
0: um right
2: well, the fact that they're basically replacing their writers with AI as well could also explain, like, why TV's kind of went downhill.
0: hmm But they can't... And, and, and this is something that I learned about writers, in that when they write a script... So, they get a writer writes a screenplay or writes a, or, writes a, or writes a script to an episode and submits it, and they begin to rehearse and, and film the scenes... You, okay, sure. Write it with write it with 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 AI, but once you start, um, once you start doing the scenes, you realize that certain words don't flow right, or maybe based on the character, they need to change to other you know change the language to something else. Well, they have to have a writer on set to make those changes. The director just can't sit there and go, "Give me the script, and go and and make changes." That's the writer's job, and under the union, only the writer can do that. So without a writer, it's just, it just sits, you know, it's it, like, no, this is, this is it. This is as, as you know, as it is. Prime example, Deadpool 3 was, was, was filming during the writer's strike, but before the actor strike. So the instructions on that set, now i I'm to imagine this, telling Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, you can't ad-lib we have no we have no writer to change the script here you cannot ad lib you right. have to go with it exactly as the script is as as is written can you imagine how hard that would be for that guy or for anybody that 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 that, that is good at thinking on their feet and does impro- imp- improvisational um, uh, con- content it would be near impossible for them and then the writers you know, then the, then the actors the actors went on strike and production was dead so right not getting any further with that
2: and that's just that's just it is it's it there's so much that goes on behind the scenes when making a movie that i don't think a lot of people actually even stop to think about and that being one of mm-hmm. them is even if they ad-lib their lines somebody has to be there to write those lines into the script
0: mm-hmm. because now that you you know you said one line this, the, I'm sorry, the script says to say it this way, you say it another way, now the script has to reflect the way you said it. Um, yeah. Which is not something I understood. I mean, I, I've heard of directors. I've, okay, so I've been an extra a couple of times in, in, in films or in, let's see, one movie, one TV special, and then another movie that, uh, another movie that didn't, go, didn't go anywhere. But I was an extra. I think out of all three of them I only got paid by one of them. And I got $150 for 16 hours of work. That's mm-hmm. fine to me. That's but that's the life of an extra. Um there's a lot of them when I was with uh I wasn't with SAG because I was not a union member, but I did have to go to a casting casting company um in order to to get registered as an as an extra. And most of the ones that I got offered didn't pay any money. You showed up. Usually it was around midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and you filmed until dawn. And it was like, "Great, thanks for your time. You can go home now. We'll call you if we need you again." And that was it.
1: <clears throat> and that's um, insane to me. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty, <laughs> it's wild times. Um, I still have the DVD of the one of the one thing I was of of the one History Channel thing that I was in. <laughs> Only because I liked it, and I was in two scenes. <laughs> And that was it. I was in two scenes <laughs> for for all of it. For a two-hour special, I was in two scenes. I lasted all 15 seconds.
2: Right, and that's just, like, to me, I just feel like, wow, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: However, now, where, where we could tie, like, what we're really going to dive into tonight is, like, how
1: it affects us as streamers and um, what it means to be a scab. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. a lot of
2: people um, don't know what that means, and why would they know what that means? In a in a way, because
0: yeah, it's. I mean, it's a very important thing like to. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a very important thing to take and understand.
1: Um, and another thing, I
2: with all my research too is I didn't realize that there was a term for literally walking through people protesting and that's called uh what now now it escapes me now that I have when to say
0: you it. cross the, when you cross the picket line
2: yeah crossing the picket line i didn't even know there was a technical term for that like doing my research on this has really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff and i just hope and i pray that like other people will take that in too however i think the biggest way that is going to affect streamers is the fact that they're going to try to use you as their advertisement for shows that Mm -hmm. we don't know when they're coming out.
0: (laughs) They may not even be coming out at all at this point. They might be dead on the vine as as a result of the strike. But no, and it's already happening. I mean, if you've seen it on TikTok, I know you've seen it, Rissa. It's already happening. Right, Um, and I have seen it. Huh? I have seen it. Yeah, so the one in particular, um, Straw hat Goofy. He is a he's a TikTok creator that focuses mainly on on the Disney product. He's a big time Disney fan. Um, when the um, when the Haunted Mansion was coming out and the strike was the strike was looming for the actors, um, they reached out to him. The, the studios disney studios reached out to him and was like we would like you to take and come to the premiere and make content about our movie and he was like yeah it's what i do anyways why not I don't, I don't see the problem with this and everybody went like hey no 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 you're you're scabbing because you're now doing the work of owen wilson and jamie lee curtis who were in the movie." They're the ones that are that would normally take and promote the promote the film. Now that they're on strike, you can't do it for them because now you're crossing the picket line to do their to do their their work. Now you're scabbing and that's gonna hurt you. And he did. He wanted to become a well, I mean he didn't do it, but he wanted to become he wanted to get into acting. One of his things, you know, one of his dreams was to was to get into acting. So he originally was like, no, I'm going to do this. I don't see the problem. I'm a content creator. I do this stuff anyways. They're just asking me. Th- they're just coming to me and asking me to do it. I don't see what the issue is. And SAG Sag didn't go after him. They basically they they politely reached out to him and said, hey, look, you can't do it because it's a struck production. It is something that you can't um because, and it doesn't matter that whether you're in the union or not in the union. Once you work, once you do work for a struck studio, you've crossed the picket line, and you have to be very careful of that because that will blacklist you within SAG. And if you get blacklisted in SAG, you will never see a part in anything ever again in your life. You will not even be an extra to an extra in in in, in anything that they do, and he realized it he saw what they were talking about he reached out to sag and got the lowdown because sag had a set of rules and said okay these are the things you are allowed to work on these are the things you cannot work on and when it's when he saw that doing promotional work for disney for the haunted mansion movie was crossing a picket line he went nope nope i don't want to be part of that i love disney i love i I love making content for, for for disney or on behalf of disney and stuff." But I'm in support of the I'm I'm in support of the strike, and I'm not going to take and do it. Now, a lot of people are going to look at some videos and stuff that they've seen where Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis, and and another actor and I really wish I could remember his name right now. The three main actors for the Haunted Mansion went to Disneyland on premiere. Or not it was not on premiere day. It was prior to the strike. This is the one thing that people didn't know. They did a promotional video. They they dressed up as employees and they took people on the tour of the haunted mansion. They pretended to be employees, kind of like what Johnny, in, in a way of what Johnny Depp did on Pirates of the Caribbean a while back when he just dressed up as Jack Sparrow and he pretended to be an animatronic and freaked the hell out of people. Um, that's basically what they did for Haunted Mansion, but that was prior to the strike, so that was allowed. But when the strike happened and the actors were no longer allowed to do promotional work for the for the movie, and Disneyland did a premiere. At the haunted mansion at Disneyland, there were no actors there. The only people that were there were employees of Disney, which are not members of Disney Productions. They are a member of Disneyland Resort. Big difference. So those people were essentially employees doing their job that they were given a shift to do. Um, and that's a that that's a, a, was a big difference when that once the strike right. started.
1: And that—that's something to remember too—is that big corporations are still going to promote their stuff because they're hoping to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. So, like Disney World, it's
2: gonna—it's gonna try to bank off of it. Uh, your local Walmart gonna try to bank off of it. And that's just how corporations work. Don't get yeah. caught up in the money side of it. That you end up screwing yourself in the long run.
0: Right. The only thing that I that 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 we can recommend, um, and it has been talked about a lot through social media, especially through the sag through the sag representatives, is that if you are ever contacted by a studio for promotional or production work within a project that they're doing, contact sag. They yep. have a website, they have a, they have a frequently asked questions list um, on what can and cannot be done during this during the strike by you by a, by a content creator. Reach out to them. They will be more than happy to take and tell you what you can and cannot do. Um, they do not want to see anybody get blacklisted, but they also want to see people achieve their goals. So right. if if there if if a product if a if a studio reaches out and says hey we want you to do this and you go to sag and sag says well this is not on the list of struck of, of struck productions we don't see an issue here go ahead and do it you get this right off that you can go ahead and do it boom you're okay but if you go back to it and you know and they come back and say ah you know what they're one of the struck companies we really can't, it's really not in your best interest to take and, and, and do this. We recommend you say no. Um, right. You should listen to that. Um, and 100%. a lot of confusion. I'm sorry, what was that? I said 100%. Yeah. And there was a lot of confusion when San Diego Comic-Con came through last week. Okay. There were a lot of, because San Diego Comic-Con... For the past 10 plus years or so, was really big on promoting the new movies, the new TV shows, and new art projects that were coming out. This year was strictly comic books. It was it was back to the old days of Comic Con and people cosplaying and and doing the things that I mean, people were doing it anyways. But the big actors weren't there, the big productions weren't there. Hall H, which for those of you that understand San Diego Comic-Con being the place to go to see the newest. Premiere for anything that's coming out for the summer. Hall H was closed. Nobody was nobody was coming. The studios could not get a booth because their actors would not show up for it. Right. And that that hurt the that hurt the studios. But when it came to cosplaying, because there was a big there's a there was a uh, there was a, uh, a big brouhaha about well you can't cosplay a certain Certain character because it's from a struck production. No, you can cosplay whatever the hell you want to because you like cosplaying. What you can't do is cosplay a certain character in paid promotion of a certain project that is within a struck company. That's where the line is drawn. So if you want to go around and dress up as, you know, Cloud from Final Fantasy and go talk to people and stuff like that, you can totally go and do that. If you wanted to dress up as Deadpool, because you like it and just go around the con because you're a cosplayer, you can do it. You just can't go to a cause. You can't dress up as, as Deadpool to promote Deadpool three for universal studios. You can't get a paycheck from universal studios. Actually is it universal. I could be wrong about which the studio it is, but I'm
2: not sure what, um...
0: but the, 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 the point is, is that you can take and dress up as Deadpool because you want to dress up as Deadpool. You can't dress up as Deadpool and do a promotion for for a Deadpool film paid for by the studio that made it. That's the difference.
1: Yeah. Whereas I know a lot of content creators
2: like to cosplay on their stream and stuff. That is perfectly fine as long as a studio is not paying you to cosplay to promote their stuff.
0: And as long as
1: you're not freely promoting that product as well right it's it's really it's kind of like a gray area for us we're not as affected but it does still affect us um
2: and it may never affect me it may never affect connor but we just wanted to do an episode Mm -hmm. on this so that people who they did reach out to weren't getting screwed over in the end
0: yeah you you never know I mean this this whole podcast is again for small streamers and taking health small streamers but that doesn't mean that there isn't somebody in our audience who it, who hasn't been or could potentially be contacted by by one of these studios it's absolutely possible so this is just information for you to take and like all of like all of our episodes this is information that is meant for you to use
1: to your advantage you know, right Because who knows? Any one of you could have been contacted, and we don't know it. <laughs> we wouldn't know it unless you told us And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I think Um, sorry, blanked out again. Damn writers. Right? Um <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Yeah, damn writers, man. My writers fired. Just kidding. I am my own writer. Um can't fire myself.
2: <laughs> no, the biggest thing that I think that we really wanted to focus on simply was hey, reach out to Sag Aftra or the WGA, if somebody does come to you and is like, hey, we've seen your content, we would like you to promote this for us or help us write the script to promote this, blah, blah, blah. Just reach out. That way you know what is okay, what's not okay, what there is that you can and cannot do.
0: Mm-hmm. Even if you're even if you're positive that this will not negatively affect you, whatever the offer is, reach out and make sure. Because sometimes you can get in you you can get involved in something and be like, yeah, I I've done this before. I am 100 percent positive about the, about this, um, only to find out that there was some little quirk that you know now puts you in a bad position, and nobody wants that. So remove all doubt. You know what is it? How does that? How do they go? It was an old Reagan quote: "Trust but verify."
1: Right. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say.
0: I don't either. I mean, I know I know that one guy, Colin, is probably never going to take and see a, never going to see the the front of a camera ever again in his life.
1: Right? You heard about
0: about that guy?
1: Uh, no. I yeah, know. It
0: goes by the name of Colin. He's a TikToker. He likes to do funny videos and things like that. And then he at one point said that he got, how do you put it? He got the offer of a lifetime and that a, a, a studio wanted to make a, wanted to make a TV show with him as the host. And because he is not part of the Actors Guild or the Writers Guild, he didn't see a problem with it. And so he went, he went ahead and accepted the offer or at least move towards accepting the offer. I don't know if he ever actually did, but he got dragged hard because he was scabbing. And then he doubled down was like, I don't care if you guys call it scab. I'm not part of the union. It doesn't affect me. Um, right. You know what? Well, call me a scab if you want to. I'm going to do it. it uh, yeah, it, it's hurt him a lot. And I would, I'll be honest, I haven't seen that guy make a video since. Um, but that's, you know, but that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that can, that that can happen to you. If you want to disregard the unions, the unions will, the unions won't forget. No, and they since won't. You have to get into the union in order to have any sort of career in, in entertainment. Again, they're not going to forget.
1: And they're really not going to. That's just it. Is, they're not going to forget. I think we've hit. I mean, I, th- I
0: think we've hit the core of what needed to be talked about. Right. We explain the strike. We explain what that means for content creators. We explain that production companies are going to reach out to content content creators. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Here's here's an important thing. And this isn't really this isn't really like a content creation thing. This is more of a just a general. Um, a uh, uh, recommendation, something that I've heard, because I didn't think about this before until it was pointed out to me. I was like, "Oh, that's a that's that's good." Don't boycott any films or or, or movies that are coming out right now. If you want to go watch Barbie, go watch Barbie. If you want to watch Oppenheimer, watch them both. I hear apparently that's a trend. Um, you know, Indiana Jones doesn't doesn't matter. Even if you even understanding that you support the strike remember that you were supporting these guys earning a better wage everybody everybody deserves a a a, a living wage something that they can pay their bills off of okay but if you boycott a film in solidarity with the strike you are giving the studios ammunition to not negotiate for better wages because they, go, they look at their ticket sheet and they go, hey, look, we lost money on this film because nobody's coming to see it. We, po- we can't possibly afford to pay you the wages that you want to be paid. No. Go to the movies, go to the watch the TV shows, make the studios money by your viewership. Prove to the studios that these that these writers, that these actors, that these these cast members and crew members deserve what they're asking for. Yeah, and they're, what they're doing is putting out a quality is helping to put out a quality product. If you right. want to take and show solidarity for these guys, watch what they've made. All right, so for my small streamer spotlight selection, I am going with ram0124 he is a good friend he has been a longtime supporter not just of this podcast but of of both of our streams he is a really great um, resource management builder style streamer he loves playing games like satisfactory tectonica captain of industry and is just really brilliant when it comes to figuring out these games and and just making efficient builds so give that guy a follow he's 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 worth it
1: my small streamer spotlight
2: tonight is going to go out to somebody i met while playing dead by daylight last week or the week before um he was our killer and he came in and was chatting with us or whatever so I hopped over to his stream to check him out, and it was a super fun stream. He was very engaging, and he also is just like a really fun, like personality. And he makes watching Dead by Daylight so much more interesting. So go ahead and give Sir, uh, hang on, it's Sir Fuzzball TV a follow.
0: Yep, and we're gonna put the links to their Twitch channels on um, in the description of this episode, so that you guys can uh, go check them out.
2: As always, thanks for listening. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. We'll see you in the next episode.